Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We are gathering in this heart space today in that quantum connection of this very now moment. And we are talking today about how we truly create new earth, create the new life that we seek. We let go of the past and we have beautiful help from on high with letting the past go, that former life. My guest today is Adria Windhorse Estrabu, and she channels angels Ariel and Raphael. She's here today for this quantum conversation. Hello, Adria. Welcome back to Quantum Conversations. I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you. We are delighted to have you here. Let's get right to the current energies. It feels really new. At times, it could be rough for people. Lots of energies swirling around. Can you give us an update what you, what you have to say is going on energetically? Yes, my goodness. New is a good word for it. Whether you call it new age, different dimensions, uh, for me, have become... It feels less important to me to have a precise definition, but to be aware that things are new feels really important because if you're still operating as if we're in the old 2018-2019 reality, you could really be missing out on a lot of opportunities for yourself for just fun and growth. So things are really wide open now in a way that sometimes feels daunting and sometimes just feels so refreshing to have that fresh start. (laughs) Um, Oh, yes. So when you say things are wide open now, all right, here we are. Last year of 2020 was really like a year to like look at what was going on and to break out of old patterns and really find the joy, would you say? And 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 so here we are. So when you say things are wide open, what do you mean? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think last year was a lot about uh, seeing, sometimes painfully, <laughs> mm-hmm. what are the patterns patterns in ourselves that just keep stubbornly coming up and saying goodbye to mm-hmm. them, you know, saying thanks, mm-hmm. you know, that's right. We had a long dance together, but I think that's enough now. And a lot of dismantling of our old uh, energy structures and belief systems. So when we come into wide open, it's like well, we don't even know yet. I feel like the new, <laughs> the newness here. And sometimes the angels will say, "Well, you know, if you put Leonardo da Vinci and um, uh, Einstein in a room together, you don't know what's going to happen." So they'll say, "We don't really know what's going to happen with humanity now." But it's not that. That's a scary thing. It just means, wow, when you have all this brilliance and creative potential, it's unleashed now. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? So I definitely have that feeling about myself and, and humanity in general. You know, we just don't know because we're so <laughs> taking a few steps on this new planet. <laughs> With the, the kind of the drawback or the um, thing I think we might spend some time on today is it doesn't look any different, you know, this new era, this new planet we're on. So the the pull or the tendency to just do things the same way, it's, it's important to talk about it because how, how do you break out and do something really new when you have so many decades and lifetimes of experience doing something else? <laughs> Yes, we are going to talk about it, and you're going to actually bring in um, the angels woven in this conversation for those who have questions about their own life and how they can apply what we're talking about. They can um, ask you questions here on this platform. So the tendency to do things in the old way, yes, if we were to, gosh, it just seems like, you know, we're coming up on a year now, right? And so... The growth in that year, we've talked with light workers who they actually had to retreat from everything and really, really attend to the um, the triggers within themselves. And I think if we weren't doing that in that um, in that sort of a way, we were being given many, 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 many opportunities to really clean out and clear out those old triggers, those old patterns. And it was a series of, you know, in a way, it, it's it's all different. It's all the different emotions, isn't it? We saw um, a, a sadness for the old way. Uh, mm-hmm. And so what what you're saying and what the angels say is, gosh, let's not get caught up in that, right? Let's get caught up. I like to see, I like to read between the lines, if you will, uh, in the world that we look out on. And when you start to see beautiful things, I mean, education is starting to shift. There's a tension that people are placing on things that are important to them. That is beautiful. So when we say things are wide open, wow, I get that now. We haven't created it yet. <laughs> right. So none of us are adept at this new way yet. It's too new. You know, if anyone is out there claiming <laughs> I'm the king of the new universe, we might be suspicious. Because how can we? We all just we all just landed here a few weeks ago. <laughs> a few and weeks I, I ago. Keep saying planet. I don't I don't sorry, I, I don't literally mean that we landed on another planet. It's just it feels that way. It feels like things are so new and 
we're still feeling things out. You know, it really is so new. Wow, it's interesting. It'd be interesting to hear people's comments on this. It's it's almost as if, like, I know what you mean about all new. It's like anything before 2020 was old shoes that don't fit anymore, right? Uh, and even in the creations that I offer, there's just this need for new, and I think people are feeling the need for new. And I think a word... Here we are. Today's the second of February, twenty twenty one, two 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 zero two one, and I think what we're feeling is the word flexibility and flow. Have you seen schedules change or just, you know, last year we said pivot. That was an interesting word, but it feels like we're still in that. If we're bringing forward any of the old, any of the old expectations. Uh, styles, behavior, what do you think? Yeah, I I thought it would be very playful to delve into this topic on Groundhog Day. That was intentional for my part. <laughs> so today is February 2nd, it's Groundhog Day, right? So not so much about whether or not the groundhog's going to see its shadow, but the movie, you know, where I think most people are least familiar with that concept of, oh, here's the same scenario again. Am I going to do something different this time? <laughs> Because I've yes. seen, that, seen that in my own life in the last few weeks, some things, and I've been very conscious of patterns I wanted to let go of, and then they came back again in a couple scenarios um, in the last few weeks, and I'm like, oh, no. But then my ability to clearly see this is the old pattern, and nope, I don't want that. I've moved through those patterns. They are exactly the same as the old ones, but it's taken me two days instead of months or years. So I do feel like, okay, I'm not quite... I don't quite have my groove of everything's new and I know now what all my new choices are, but at least there's that clarity when the same thing comes around again. You know, are you going to say, oh, maybe it'll turn out differently? <laughs> or are you going to just step out of it to something new? I love that. That is a beautiful analogy there or um, bringing up that on Groundhog Day. And for those who have not seen the movie, see the movie. It's a good one. The message in that is so beautiful. Doing something differently, and that choice is love. And so that may sound a little trite, <laughs> but it is really quite simple and profound. And so allowing ourselves the space for the new in all the things, in all the creations. So when you... When you start your day and have that expectation or that willingness to be so new, what do you do? How do you how how do you allow it to unfold? What I'm seeing a lot right now for myself is how what I believe in and what I want are absolutely what's driving what happens in my life. And it's still a very conscious, uh, and by conscious, I mean like when you're learning to drive a stick shift car, you know, it's not easy at first. You've got to pay attention. <laughs> so yeah. it's a little bumpy. It's like I've got to be very conscious of it still because I'll notice myself slipping back into my, my own understanding of what my limitations are given my past history in this life. What's worked in the past? How old am I now? You know, what? 
um, challenges have I faced and not overcome? And do I expect that of myself still in this new era? And if I do, that's what shows up for me. It's really simple. But if I can innocently step into, okay, well, right, that's true. I'm remembering that correctly. I had that challenge or this this has never worked for me yet in this lifetime. (laughs) But it just innocently, what do I want? And it might be something very new or it might be just a shift um, out of some of those old patterns. And then I'll see it come so fast. It's really extraordinary. But if I haven't changed my belief system about it, if there's any doubt there, then I'm still in the old pattern wheel. (laughs) So um, it's tricky. You know, it does take a lot of focus, I feel like, right now. But the good news is, once you believe in something new or just um, wish for something different, how fast it comes, I'm really experiencing that too, the, the lack of limitations. Yes. Interesting. Okay, so everyone, I hope that you're listening. Dream big and be very clear with this lack of limitations. This is a time to make forward progress on well, it's a fine balance, okay? As you say, it's easy it's so easy to slip back into the old. But if yeah. we're saying like let's let's you know like oh my goodness, do are, are am I supposed to bring forward a book, for example? And if you feel like you're to bring forward that book, what you're saying is truly believe in it. And if that is truly what you want, then it becomes a driving force and it would it will accelerate quickly. I have an example as well. Something happened very quickly in my life from a Groundhog Day type of choice where it was um, just choosing love in a matter, listening to my higher self, picking up the phone, making a call, and a whole new beautiful doorway opened up and it happened really quite fast. So without going into details on that, it sh- it shares that once you believe in something, and what's interesting is this was a dream that was like actually a seed was planted 15 or so years ago, mm. and here it sprouted up in an instant. So for those who have dreamt in the past, keep those dreams afloat, right? Keep them, keep those vision boards because they do come about. So when you say focus. This is really noticing every time we go into old patterns or really that comes down into um, choices of fear versus love. Yeah, fear is a big one. And I've noticed just in experimenting with this that if it's something new, so um, I'll give a couple examples here, but if it's something new that's not in the old pattern, it's a little easier to see how the new energy works and build some trust in it. And it's kind of spooky how fast it comes in. (laughs) You know, those of you who have heard of fifth dimension, um, to me this is a very fifth dimensional kind of quality to it when, when time is not a limiting factor and it's almost you just barely think of something and it's there. I was uh, considering a move and thinking about um, characteristics of a place, and one thing that came up was fruit trees. So here's something mm-hmm. I've never tried to have fruit trees before, so I don't have this long history of, oh, this is going to be hard or impossible. It's just an idea. 
So it was kind of fun and creative. So I was thinking about fruit trees. And within a day or two, I went to check my mailbox, and there was a catalog for fruit trees to the, the previous resident. You know, it says, or current resident. And so I was like, oh, okay. There's the fruit tree catalog. This is interesting. And that same week, I was thinking about, just curious about multiple timelines, because I've heard people talking about that recently. And I a little mm-hmm. bit intuitively, randomly picked up a book from a shelf in the library and started reading it. And one of the characters in that book is a physicist and starts talking about um, how atoms rotate, you know, both, it's either atoms or electrons, I don't remember the, the physics details, but they rotate both directions at the same time so that two realities, at least two realities, are always happening at once. So it was just this almost instant reflection of, oh, you're curious about this? Here's more information. <laughs> you're curious mm-hmm. about this? You can have this. So I find that energy is amazing where there doesn't seem to be any filter in a negative sense between what we're curious about creating or having in our life. You know, something's going to come fast to just bring it to you. And that's really fun. It's really fun. Okay. Let's say that again because you said a word, curious, and so whatever we're curious about. So that's a really good tool then for us to get curious about what we want in our life and then to watch for the signs. That's how we work with the new earth energy. And there's something about the ego mind, not really, maybe the ego, where do you put your ego mind in the whole process? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure if this answers that directly, but uh, I feel like, my choice here, so that's maybe what the ego is saying, what what do I want in this, is either to walk towards something or to walk away from it. So in case of old patterns, it's leaning away from, okay, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> that's what the ego is saying. In terms of something new, like a fruit tree orchard, that's leaning towards it, taking some steps, some curiosity or um, interest towards something. So I do feel like that's our power, I think of it because coming more from the heart, from the ego, but it is about my life, your life, so that, that part of it's the ego, the definition of the individual life. So what do you want in your individual life? I think that's the role that the ego and the heart can play together. Hopefully they want the same thing, then it's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> yes. Yes, hopefully. <clears throat> so I know this comes up when uh, so one good way, can you describe a few good ways to identify when it is that you're in the heart and when you're creating in the heart, what do you do to get there? And what does that mean for someone? It's funny. I do get this asked a lot. What does it mean to be in the heart? Yes. For me, it's very simple. Um, and I learned this from the angels. It's If you watch a child and they say I want something it's so clear it's unqualified there's no sense of limitation um, there's no sense of timeline they just know what they want whether or not you're going to give it to them at that moment is a different question but that clarity I want this so not talking about a temper tantrum or you know there's um, childish tends to get a bad rap but in this context I think that's the clearest way of defining, it's not necessarily this long meditative metaphysical process to get to the heart. 
when you are asked about you know a particular potential relationship or job or food and someone asks you do you want that the heart answer is that oh that clarity i want that or i don't want that it's so clear or then the mind comes in with all these layers of yeah you're probably not going to be able to get that or you can't afford that so you should wish for something less that's all the mind the old patterns the old belief systems but, but whether or not you want it, not whether you think you can have it or whether you think it's possible, the heart is going to give you the clarity, this is what I want. And from that place, if you just can touch on this is what I want, that's how what can come so fast now in the new energies. Okay, so this is what I want. I can I can hear people really focusing on that. And there's something, is there... Is there something about the why? Why do you want it? Do you give any is does that empower it more if you can say I want this because The question why could be useful I think to get to deeper layers of yeah who or what part of myself wants this is it the ego is it the heart do I want this because my parents told me I I should work hard for that career or um, do I want this because for the last 20 years, that's been my goal? That can be helpful to get to the deeper layers if you're looking at wanting to change or be available to the new energies, I would say. Um, but for the new energies, just up learning to how do they work, I'd say the why is not as important as what do you want. Because you are... You are the creative principle creating this in your own universe. And mm-hmm. so you're directing, right? So the what in this case is the most important. What do you want? What do you want? So everyone decide what it is that you want. And we can do an experiment here and share when we start to get that great clarity. And so... What do you do if there's any doubt that comes up? Have you heard that voice within yourself? And how do you really overcome it? Because we know what that is, don't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and here's the, that's the, you know, repeating the former life. Because, okay, you have this clarity. Well, what I want is this. And then right away, your memory or other functions of the mind come in to say, you know, you tried for that 40 times, uh, and there's a, a part of you that doesn't want that heartbreak anymore, right? So it, it's the, I think the doubt comes in believing that things are just still going to be the way they always were. So that's kind of the pain point here, because that is reality. That is what happened in your past. No one's telling you, Oh, you could have just wished for it and it would have happened. This is the interesting thing. We're not really asking um, here if I just mean me and what the angels are saying a lot through me. It's, um, it's not that you as a person need to mature and get better at uh, manifestation or something like that. It's to notice the whole energy of the planet just shifted. So the things that you've tried so hard for that you couldn't have two years ago, you weren't wrong about that. You couldn't have it then, or the barriers were so steep. You know, you just, you didn't get it. You failed. Okay. But we're in a whole different ballgame now. 
it's a whole reset. So you might decide you don't even want that thing anymore. Or you might mm-hmm. decide, well, let's see. What is, what is, let's experiment. What is this new energy and uh, is that possible now? So it's not that you had to get better at manifesting it. It's just noticing that a whole layers of structure and limitation have fallen away. So you can have that now. Most likely it's something you can have now. Whether you still want it is a really important focusing question though, because that might have fallen away too, your desire for the old ways. Very interesting. All right, beautiful. So the limitations have fallen away, and the energy just shifted. Here, it's Groundhog Day, February 2nd, as we're taping this. And you said the energy just shifted. Was this over the solstice? Was it through? Was it more of like a window? Because it seems like, of course, it wasn't just one day, but was it or was it a window more of like because I felt an acceleration it seems after 11 11 of 2020 yeah from my perspective it's been an evolution um, of, of kind of letting go of a lot of old structures and energies and new energies coming in through the last two years or so and particularly you know, around the solstice, late December this year, I felt a big kind of different energy where it felt like suddenly we were in more of a, a, a void or a floating place. And now it feels like the tentative steps like that, um, it's just new. So that sort of mm-hmm. trial and error period of, well, if I put my toe in this water, what happens? And but I do feel when, as I'm trying that or, or energetically as I'm meditating or something like that, to me the energies from late December through January have felt like a lot of the pressures of the old systems that were dying and I'm, I'm kind of very noisily dying, <laughs> but that whole layer is gone for me, my perception. So there's still that tenuousness of, okay, well, not quite sure how all these new energies work. But at least all of that uh, old fields of limitation don't seem to be present in the same way. So I do feel very encouraged about that. You're inspiring all of us right now just to really get it on, get our games on. <laughs> I love it because we talk about New Earth and when we we talk about how we simply hold our vision of New Earth truly. And this is what you say, but know what we want. We know what we want in New Earth. And then the inspiration will come. So now it's time to really play with dipping our toes in the water of these new energies and these new creations. And we are being supported. So you, it would be beautiful, Adria, for you to bring forward angels, Raphael and Ariel, to share a message uh, that could go deeper into things that we could each do to really be clear, want to get clear, and then to, gosh, get busy in a very <laughs> beautiful year of these energies, which will continue to expand. Yes, this is Ariel, Angel Ariel. It is a beautiful invitation here to this new world. So, 
and unlike the the energies in 2020, which felt like they were coming at you at full uh, sandblast volume, whether you wanted them or not, the energies in this time and this year are now open in such a way that you get to choose your own pace in this. So it's as if you had a, a chamber with multiple doorways in front of you, and they're all unlocked. But they're not all open right now because to have everything open and very apparent, all of the energies flooding into your field might feel a little bit uh, too much or too many different flavors all at once. So you get to choose, you know, either tiptoe toward that doorway or uh, fling it wide open, however, in your personality right now. But know that the doors are open. So when others and ourselves speak of this new era, this new world, it's not a portal or a limited time window where if you don't figure it out this year or this day, then you missed the boat and you're stuck on the old planet. <laughs> it's more like uh, now all of the locks got removed to the new energy field and at your own pace, you get to explore now this new earth. So you've landed in the sense of we were to talk about discovering a new land and your ship has landed here. Now you get to curiously, gently look around what beings are already here, <laughs> what energies are already here. Uh, when I bring myself and mix with these energies, what's new? Am I the same? Do I want to just recreate, rebuild the exact same house I had in the old land? Or do I want to start something new? And we would say you don't really know that yet until you try it out. So don't have so much pressure on yourself to have mentally figured out the whole picture. Here's what it is. Here's what New Earth means for me. Here's what I will create. And I will be victorious in this. It's not so much that you need to talk yourself into, yes, I'll be a success. I can have everything I want. It's that just notice there's so many doorways unlocked now that weren't uh, accessible to you before. So as your curiosity develops, as you have interest, you may open those and walk through and you can, if you don't like them, walk back out again. <laughs> so there's not a sense of limitation, but there's also not a sense that you must taste everything all at once or that you must cross this bridge so fast or else it's going to dissolve and you'll be stuck behind. Uh, it's not like that, but it is uh, a new era, unprecedented, unprecedented for humanity. So what's open here now for you is really up to you. But know in the same way that when you experience things in, in the first time when you were young, like your first kiss or your first uh, time at school or your first time trying a certain food or your first new friendship, you don't know what it is until you try it. You don't know if you're going to want more of that thing until you try it. So if you can hold back prejudging what you already think of these new dimensional energies or prejudging what you want from yourself and have the innocence to explore and experiment, what about this? Do I like being a person with more responsibility now that that's open to me? Nope. <laughs> what about this? Do I like being a person of more playfulness now that that's open to me? Oh, that's kind of fun. So try things out and see. In other words, this plan, the 20-year plan or the, the broad, broad vision 
is what worked in the old world. You couldn't really get to where you were going if you didn't have quite a lot of planning. And it's not just not that way anymore. You do get to dip in and out of multiple realities, multiple timelines, multiple dimensions. All of that is open to you. But just because it's open to you doesn't mean you have to operate that way. So if you hear people speaking about uh, multiple timelines or something that just seems jarring and no thanks, one is enough, <laughs> it's confusing enough on this planet, <laughs> then you don't have to choose that. You don't have to explore that. So really it is like the most beautiful buffet, unlimited buffet, and it's here for the rest of your lifetimes. So uh, this is the new humanity, and what humanity shapes from this is up to you and your neighbor and your friends, what you collectively co-create here. But more importantly for you in this moment, it's which doorways you want to walk through or peek into, and then just see. So don't expect from yourself to know, oh, I like this, or I know that I don't like this. When we're talking about new dimensional energies and you've never tasted them before, how would you know except by a concept of someone who had perhaps not even been there themselves? So don't trust that, please. Trust your own experience and your own heart knowing when you encounter it. The same way that when you encounter a person, it's not a concept anymore. There's so much going on there. There's so much aliveness in the interaction and you don't know until you're there in front of them, oh, yeah, I'd like to see you again. What a nice friend. Wow, what a surprise. But as a concept, as a resume, as a list on paper, you can't really tell. You might have think differently. Uh, so the same is with dimensional energies. You might have built up quite a lot of concepts about what they are, whether they're good or not, who gets to taste them. <laughs> And we use this word taste quite intentionally because many people think you need to see something in order for it to be real. But the experience of another dimension for most people is not visual. Uh, for some people, they can visually see the difference. But for most, is going to be a certain quality of how life is different now. So we like to use this word taste because it doesn't uh, put so many prejudgments on it. And it gives a sense that if you don't like it, you just don't have more. There's no threat to it, right? There's no threat. So <clears throat> this is about really trusting the heart, knowing, really being in the heart, being playful and joyful. And you mentioned um, that there were, Ariel, you mentioned that there were multiple timelines um, it would be beautiful to hear how we can literally shift into a timeline. How do you shift into what you do want? If you're, if you're seeing that here, this is something I know right now, I do not want this, I want this. Yes, this is Ariel, Angel Ariel. So these choice points come up. Uh, there really are millions of them in every day. But usually maybe just four or five that you're quite aware of. So um, I'm choosing to meet this friend for lunch or I'm choosing to put more of my energy towards this blog or this area of my work today. Or I'm choosing to ignore this pull towards a certain curiosity because I'm just too busy right now with something else. It's not practical. So we have these choice points daily 
So it's not that at the end of the day or in the morning at a time of deep meditation, you need to uh, focus your mind like spoon bending or something and, ah, okay, I'm choosing this timeline, I'm choosing this timeline. (laughs) It's not like that. It's through all of these little, little choices. Well, that is available if you like to. Certainly you can spoon bend and you can, (laughs) with your mental clarity alone, change timelines, absolutely. But for for most who would say the, the way forward with this is you're choosing with your feet, right? You're choosing with your choices. So let it be simple like that. What do I want more of? What do I want less of? And if there are things that are new or things you want more of and you don't know how, that's all right. Because then you have the opportunity to ask your guides or angels, okay, I just got clear that I want this thing. I have no idea how to get there because it's not anywhere in my past history. So I'm just putting it out there as a wish. You know, please send me some guidance, some hope, some help with this. Mhm. Beautiful. We are being supported in that and I like letting it be simple in that choice point moment to moment every day. So thank you so much for that beautiful message. I would like to say that Adria and the angels are here to answer your questions. So listeners, if you've got a question for Adria and the angels, you can jump on the webpage at AcousticHealth.com. The link is on this page. And join by web call or the phone, and that will allow us to unmute you and share your voice. So then you would hit star two to raise your hand. We do have a question coming in to our Q&A box. That's another great way also to ask your question. And I don't have a name here. But this is an RN, and we share this message. This person says, I'm an RN, and I just quit my job today without giving notice. I'm trying not to feel terrified. I've never done this before. It no longer feels spiritually in line with my soul. I'm not okay with pumping chemicals or providing today's medicine, and I'm praying for another job that is more in line with my spirit. I want to practice holistic medicine. Do you have any suggestions for me? I want a job that allows me to use holistic healing. This is Ariel, Angel Ariel. Yes, so for you particularly, what's very, very important to notice here, uh, very, very important, is how brave you were in this day and how much this goes against all of your old patterns. To stand up and make a choice like that, in other words, not to have everything lined up, (laughs) the car packed, the the two-week travel planned, everything lined up before you get in the car. Today you did something very different with your energies. So we're speaking to you specifically because this is not the advice that would work for everyone. We're not saying for everyone, oh, yes, everyone should quit their job today if it doesn't feel in alignment. But for you to take that bravery, you've already announced to the universe, no, I'm I'm taking charge now. I'm no longer going along with someone else's plan. So beautiful, and please celebrate this for all the rest of today. Please celebrate how brave you are. Tomorrow, we can uh, embark with you on finding the new. 
But if you can stay in the celebration of how brave you are just today, it reinforces how positive it is for you to have made a declaration of change. And then tomorrow when you're ready to um, create, plant some new seeds here that are going to grow quickly into trees for you, bear fruit so you can have income and so on, then what you start with is not the fear-bound questions that come up, how will I ever, how will this work? You come to the simplicity of what do I want? For you, it might be nice to make a list, start with holistic medicine, start with the qualities of what you want to be sharing with others, and then hold that in a meditative space before you take action. So, in other words, instead of right now sitting down at all the job hunter sites and from fear and panic saying, "Uh uh-oh, I have to fill this space I just created, first celebrate that you are willing to create a space. And next, in the morning, let's say tomorrow, intentionally with your energy, declare what you want to put in that space. And then with curiosity, open your eyes and say, where is my, where is this tug of intuition leading me? Did a friend call me with a job idea? Do I see something online? Do I just want to go for a walk because I need to clear my head a little more? So keep yourself in this brave new pattern and keep the energies of what do I want? And any time the fear comes up, oh, no, my resume only says this. I've done an impossible thing. Just take a breath and say, okay, the fear is there. Great. I understand why the fear is there. But what the fear is telling me is possible. That's not what I want to create. Here's what I want to create. So you just keep coming back to the declaration of what you want. That's the first practical step. But for you particularly, Please first celebrate how brave you are. Beautiful, beautiful step you took today. And also thank you for um, the beautiful service that you've done as an RN. All right. Thank you, too, Ariel. That was a beautiful message. Okay. I believe that there's something from that message for each of us. And I love the key word, celebrate celebrate these moments and so I think you may have also answered this next question but this is allowing us to just go a little bit more deeper on this subject here we've got I don't have a name but here's another comment coming in why would the new energies give us the reverse of what we're asking for like less income rather than an increase in income that we were asking for that we are asking for This is what I'm presently experiencing. Must I go through a storm before the calm? Mm, Good question. This is Ariel, Angel Ariel. Yeah, so for you, so notice this is not going to be the same answer for everyone here. Income is uh, something on many people's minds, especially this year. But for you, it's important to... um, Take a step beyond the dollar amount. This is how you get unhooked from the little cycle you're in here. And it's a small one, so it doesn't have to endure for years. Take a little step beyond uh, the dollar amount you're so fixated on. And what is it you are going to buy with that? So in the new energies, uh, and this part would apply uh, to many here, in the new energies, 
money as a, a value system in itself, that's like a, a, a pillar that crumbled in the old way. So if you're still trying to build with money as the central pillar, it becomes more and more difficult here. But if we want what you wanted, for example, was a better house or um, food security or to provide for your children or to go on a vacation or something like that, focus on that, please. So in your I want, there are two things that are not going to be so supported in the new energy. So this is for everyone here. The one is a certain dollar amount and the other is to hurt someone else or to amass uh, things just for me so that others can have less and I can win the game. Those are two energies that are not so supported anymore in the new energies. But that doesn't mean we're calling in poverty for everyone. It's far from that. It's coming into the true abundance of what you are, which is an unlimited being. So the short-term step uh, for you for this questioner is unhook from that dollar figure that you're so focused on there and make a list or have present in your heart what is it that you want. I want to feel... Uh, I never have fear again about paying the bills or um, I want to feel I have a bigger, more expansive living place or a quieter place, right? So come come right to what is it that I want with that money. So, so skip over the money step because focusing on the money itself is difficult. It becomes more difficult now because that's some of the old structure that was just dismantled. It's not that money won't still exist. It's not that poverty is the new way. But if you're focusing more and more on money as a goal in itself, it's just not so supportive now. So come into what it is you want that for. And that's going to show up for you much more clearly. Because sometimes those things come from a gift, an inheritance, um, shared living space. You know, there's so many other creative ways of the universe to bring you what you want if you're not demanding that it comes through a certain uh, vehicle called money in your bank account. It can come to you much more quickly if you can relax that one idea. Beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And it's as if the <clears throat> new rules... Um, when we follow that joy and what it is that we want, the funds do support us. Thank you. Okay, here is another question, and then we're going to go to a few phone callers. This question, what is the best thing to do in the space between where we've been and where we're going, the in-between before the new manifestations are here? What's the best thing to do? This is Ariel, Angel Ariel. What we have been recommending recently is to spend some time in the void. So to some of you who have meditated quite a lot, this will be a familiar feeling of when you've been sitting in meditation and suddenly you come uh, into awareness, oh, I'm sitting here, I wonder where I went. (laughs) So the void is that space that free-floating, beautiful, beautiful inner space that doesn't have all of these concepts of creation and um, plans and so on, failures and regrets, but it does contain within it the potential of all life, the potential of all creation. So 
So when you're in this moment, and even continuing in future years, but especially now, when you can feel that so much has disintegrated and you haven't yet become adept at uh, creating what you want, it's very nice to spend some time uh, in the void. So let's say you're at your desk, you're increasingly frustrated because you can't see the job you want or the income you want or something is just, it's not, it's feeling blocked to you. Well, take a few moments, even if you only have two minutes here. Take a few moments to just close your eyes and breathe and dip into the empty space within you that contains everything. It's like that sesame seed that's empty inside, but it contains the whole recipe for the whole plant to grow. (laughs) So instead of saying so much on the outer shell, if you feel you get a little blocked or um, just if you want to keep fertilizing your ability to create in these new energies, we would say spend some time in the void because then you start to be familiar with, oh... This is unlimited potential. This is unlimited. And when you come with your focus back outward to you know, two hours or two minutes later towards what you're focused on in your work or your life plan, you bring that energy with you of unlimited uh, fertile possibilities there. Feel that. Wow, the unlimitedness. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Ariel. We hope that helped. Let's go to a caller. We have a caller on the line. It says Santa Ana, California, area code 714. Hello, caller. You're unmuted. What can you please? Kay. Hello, Kay. Do you have a question for Adria and the Angels? Um, I first want to say that... Um, I've always been in contact with Archangel Ariel. I really like her, so this is very nice that that you um, have a specific um, way of communicating with her. And I uh, would. um, I'm thinking of moving possibly, and I'm and I know. Well, yeah, in the next six months, and I was wondering what she thought of that. Yes, this is Ariel, uh, Angel Ariel, and it's beautiful to meet you again still through this medium. (laughs) We love to communicate with you in your heart space as well. So, yes, the inclination for you, and this will apply to many people now also who are considering Many people are feeling restless for a change now. And it's not uh, in the past where you might have said, well, just, you know, wait it out. This is a beautiful time to act on impulses toward change, particularly for you right now towards moving location. It's not that where you are is so toxic. It's all right. And it would come into a new cycle of being where you could really thrive there in a way you've not experienced before because the new energy um, are everywhere, right? So you don't have to go to chase them. But that said, uh, for you to change vantage point, to change uh, the walls you've been looking at, you know, to change the color of your room um, and what you encounter on your walks outside, 
it gives a signal very deeply to uh, parts of your inner being that it is a new world and that you can start fresh and create new. So that's already true. But moving uh, for you and for many others right now, it's it's a little bit of a shortcut. If you don't have all of those reminders of the old way around you, you're more conscious of uh, what am I creating? What are my new daily habits? Who are my friends going to be around me? Some old, some new, right? Uh, we do like the location, both of them, that you're considering. Uh, so please don't feel anxious that it's the wrong time. It's the right time because it's a time of creation and change. And it's a time of flirtation, in a sense, with new realities. So you don't have to feel this has to be the place you're going to live the rest of your life. Uh, but we would say it's a good chance, at least four or five years, you'd want to uh, make it to your home there. And then you can decide if you want to stay on beyond that. So it, we don't see any uh, negative forces hidden here that would say, oh, no, you didn't notice this, you shouldn't move. Uh, we would agree that energy is quite nice and flirtatious for you to try something new. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Are you ready to flirt with those energies, Kay? <laughs> yes. Good girl. All right. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> you keep in touch with us and let us know how it goes for you, okay? Okay, thank you, Lauren. Okay, <laughs> beautiful. Yay, have fun. Awesome. Okay, restless for change. I think we are feeling that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Act on the oh, impulses. Yeah. Act on them. Yes, those are impulses from our higher self. All right, here, let's go to another caller. We are going to, I believe it's Heather in Phoenix, Arizona, area code 480. Hi, you're unmuted. Is this Heather? It is. Thank you. Hi. I appreciate Hi. it. Hi. Hi, Heather. Um, thank you so much for taking our call. I am in the process of... of how do I say this? Uh, clearing out past lives. And um, what I'm finding is that I've, I've cleared like five to seven over the past couple of weeks. Every time I clear one, here comes another one. Of course, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. This last one, last night, I felt like I was being executed. Like there's all this this energy. And I'm wondering what lifetime was this energy drawing to me this this en- entity of sorts that that was that was uh, signaling it because I'm I'm trying to get in deep and release and find the gift with that and uh, I'm I'm hitting the wall in terms of how far back this this was and where the attachment is on this one Yes, this is Raphael, Angel Raphael. So we would say a a focus point here, um, we can give you some clue of of timeline, but also uh, it looks like um, 1600s perhaps, like double-headed acts, so this could give you some historical clues. But more importantly in that lifetime, it was, there was this obsession, you know, with um, execution. So... 
as a not as a revolutionary yourself, but in a, a very very fervent relief a, a belief of um, uh, that those things that are do not fit the ethical mold that you um, were prescribing there. Um, should be executed, should be killed. So like weeding out the evil forces. So, and then that happened to you, right? It was turned against you. So there's mm-hmm. this, the focus point in terms of learning from that lifetime is coming out of dogma. So there are other ways of, especially now, there's some pressure points in your life right now, some that are close to you that have viewpoints that are so different from your own and that just don't feel ethically right. So it's mm-hmm. touching, it's hitting on this lifetime where your response in that lifetime was, well, if it's, when it's not ethically right, you have to kill it. So you have this little bit of this inclination now, I think I need to cut this person out of my life. But of course it's not happening, it's not coming across as violence <laughs> in this lifetime. But it feels this need to sever, right? To be, you got to be so strong and clear, okay, this this person not ethical, they have no place in my life. So here's an opportunity to just sit with that a little bit and see is there a gentler way, even if it's an ending, uh, is there a gentler way? And does it have to be an execution? Does it have to be a clear cut? Uh, or is there a way of noticing from your new perspective in this lifetime that there could be multiple truths and multiple ethics? So that's a question for you. It's not one we would force on you. But that's what's coming up here, to be um, uh, healed or addressed, however you like. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that insight. Yeah, you're welcome. Beautiful. Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Great evening. You too. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Another <laughs> call. Adria, just... Uh, yeah. Yeah, just as a quick lighter aside here, since we got into the heaviness of executions, uh, yeah. I did look up about um, Groundhog Day before the calls. I thought, oh, well, what did the groundhog do? You know, did it see its shadow, and that means more winter? Did it um, see the sun, yeah. which means early spring? Well, according to the groundhog in Philadelphia, it's longer winter. According to the one in New York, it's early spring, and I was just laughing. I thought, oh, it's so perfect. Because we're in Both a world right now that's so, so <laughs> divided about politics and medicine. And, oh, what if both are true? Or there can be two two truths, at least two truths at once. Yes. <laughs> there can be. There you go. Thank you for mentioning that, Adria. Because you know what? Um, in Colorado, we haven't had much of a winter. It kind of came early. But then today it was 62 degrees. And tomorrow or Thursday, it's supposed to snow. So I can see where some places in the world are going to need <laughs> six more weeks for the water table or whatever. And other people are like, okay, we're done with it. So beautiful. Um, can we all just move in this balance? Yes. And knowing that, that there's there's many different ways, but the way of love, the way of love. Okay. Thank you. Let's go to another caller. I'm going to go up to British Columbia, Fort Fort St. John, area code 250. Hi, caller. You're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Sherry. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Sherry. Um, Hi. Um, My mom passed away um very suddenly um boxing day um sorry to hear that yeah um 
without getting too much into the story, I'm feeling so agitated, like I'm just, and I, and it just won't go away. And I'm just wondering if there's a message from the angels, um, just to shed some clarity on why I'm, I'm just like, there's just something's not right. And I, I'm, I'm not sure where to go with that. This is Ariel, Angel Ariel. Yeah, so other than, of course, the suddenness and the change, that's enough to uh, relate with when someone passes away here. But for you and your mother, you know, you were used to making decisions together. And for her soul, we would say she was ready for an exit. It's not that she would have said that to you consciously, oh, I'm feeling depressed or nothing like that. But not everyone is interested on a soul level in progressing on in these new energies, uh, you know, it's enough already. And many people feel this, like, I just mastered the old way. And I'm not, I'm not, no, I don't want to be thrown into holding energies. So on a deep level for your mother, she was done. She was done with this, this life, not done with life, not done with herself as a soul, not done with you as a loving expression of her world. But she was ready to not move forward to the new energies and not be um, confronted with that so much. So there's a peace there from her soul, we would say. But we understand the discordance from yours because you're so used to making decisions together. And she certainly didn't consult you about this one. And it was the suddenness. So here again, if you can appreciate this is your world to explore and you haven't lost your mother in a soul sense. You know that. So I know that. Respect that piece. That she she wasn't it's not that she wasn't um mature enough or beautiful enough to grow into the new world. She just didn't choose that. She didn't want that. You know, that really helps. That's um that really does help because I've been feeling that and I'm like, Why am I feeling that, right? Um so thank you. I yes, thank you. That really does help and um it puts put some yeah my mind at ease oh good i'm glad thank you yeah beautiful sherry yeah thank you lauren thank you thank you have a great day thanks thanks okay we are headed over to berlin angela girlfriend you are unmuted hello oh Hello, good evening. <laughs> Hi. Hi. The show's been great. I've really enjoyed all the messages that you've had. They've been very useful. Thank you. And I wanted to ask about food because a lot of the shows I've listened to over time have suggested we are going to stop eating meat. We're going to start mm-hmm. having a lighter diet. And I just wonder what your perspective is on food as we go forward into this new energy? Yeah, great question. I had that same question myself. <laughs> this is Adriana. Uh, this is Ariel, Angel Ariel. Yeah, so there is a physical aspect to this. So when, when people say dimensions or meditation, it, it feels a little uh, fuzzy, right? It's hard for the sensory experience um, of the body and the mind to think, really understand what that might mean. For some of you, it's very that's very literal and visceral. Sure, you 
you've tasted that in meditation. But in the new energy, something that's quite unprecedented here is that instead of just visiting these energies in a meditative or a trance or a journey state experience, you now have access to them, these doorways we spoke of, while still in this physical body. So that's the difference. You're not leaving your, your body on a cushion for a couple hours and going to travel somewhere else. You're taking the body with you into a different dimensional awareness. So the body for many of you over the last three years particularly has felt like it's uh, going through the ringer. <laughs> it's a, a, the largest adjustments, we would say, for these new, the new era. One is the body and the other is the belief system. So if you still believe things are as they, as they have been, then you don't take advantage of what's open to you now. That's what we mean by belief system. So the body... It's very, very intelligent, so trust it, please. Like when a butterfly goes into the chrysalis and becomes something like a goo before coming out as a butterfly, um, there is an intelligence in your physical cells that knows how to make this transition. And for each of you, it could be different here. We don't see at this moment one thing that we could say is truth for humanity, like you'll all be just eating sunlight with your eyes or drinking juice or something. Again, this is completely new. So part of this is how you learn and experiment with your human body. Does your body still enjoy the same foods or are you feeling pulled towards something else or has it stopped being able to digest foods that were always the best thing for you? So be be sensitive and aware that the body is going through um, quite a lot of acclimation. Very, very similar to if you were to climb Mount Everest and there are base camps or there are plateaus where you stay for a while so the body can acclimate. When you're moving into these new energies, you are acclimating at different stages. So there won't just be, it's not just one on-off switch. Oh, now all the human body needs is water. Um, No, but there will be some phases in this. And again, we don't see all bodies moving toward the same direction necessarily. And part of that is because you're not all choosing the same dimensions to reside in. Uh, So... Trust yourself and your own body. If it's starting to reject something that was always fine for you, it's probably because in the new um, energy field you're in right now, might not be the case for 10 years, but for right now, this month, your body's rejecting that. So listen, trust it. Got to go with the flow, pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Perfect. Thank you, Angela. Yes, thank you, Loren. Beautiful wisdom. Thank you. Okay, let's go to a question here, and then I want you to share. We're going to share on how people can work with you. You do personal private sessions, and you've got angel gifts to talk about. Um, Here is something in our chat. Here, I don't have a name. But here is a question for the angels. Any insights into ways I can remove cancer from my body and restore my health? I have made great strides, but lately feel more pain and fear. 
This is Ariel, Angel Ariel. Yes. So for you right now in this particular phase you're in, it's about accepting the pain and the fear. So do we mean you're choosing, oh, I want pain and fear for the rest of this life? No, that's not what we mean. But sometimes when you're cordoning off something in yourself that's screaming so loudly and you're doing everything you can to run around, to pacify, to make things calm down, to feel more gentle, you know, you've tried all those things, the pink light, the bubble baths, the meditation, the angel blessings, and still there's this screaming, raging pain and with it the screaming, raging fear. It's time to spend a night, let's say, with that pain and that fear the way that if you had a 12-year-old child who was in your care and they didn't have anyone else to turn to and they were so afraid like this was their last day on earth and they didn't know what was coming and they're scared. They want their mother and you're who they have right now. Pay attention. Just let that fear cry out. Give it your own loving blessing to be what it is right now. Right now, for you to move past this stage, it comes to acceptance. This is what I'm in right now. Boy, do I wish I was in a more, uh, quote-unquote, spiritual or soft place. Boy, do I wish I could accept or, or, most importantly, just squash down and move on from this. But when there's some piece of you crying out so much in fear, what it's asking for is to be released. It wants to cry out. That fear just wants to express to you. And then it will be done. It will be done. And then you can make some choices about, do I still want to stay here um, in this life, in this body? That's a choice you're facing. And it is your choice to make. So we do say you have the power to stay around if you want much, much longer in this particular body. This isn't an end that's being forced on you. And yet, to move through to that choice point, you do need to acknowledge this pain and fear. Just give it the love you would to a frightened child. Instead of telling it it's misbehaving, it wants love right now. That's the next piece. Thank you. Well, we hope that helps the listener. Thank you. Here is a question from Gail. Gail says, I lost my youngest daughter four months ago. And, of course, I'm grieving. I'm trying to connect with her, to channel her. What can I do to enhance this and talk to her? I do meditate, etc. I know she's okay. I just want that other connection. I am a hospice nurse and there was, and was there when she took her last breath. That's Gail. Beautiful. Uh, Gail, this is Adria. I just want to mention first because... I am a medium as well, that it's it's very, very typical that in the first, say, three, four months after someone passes, that they're not as accessible to communication um, in the the way that I think you're talking about, wanting to stay connected with your daughter's soul. And so that's very natural. Like you're aware of the different stages of the body with hospice, the stage of the soul that I've come to sort of see again and again is, Right after a big um, transition point like death of the body, the soul has a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on. So the fact that you can't connect with her right now probably doesn't mean that that's not accessible to you. It probably means she just needs another month or so to 
um, come out of the big transition point here. Um, but let's see if the angels have something uh, more to add. This is Raphael, Angel Raphael. Yes, your daughter is waiting for you on the other side, so to speak. She will be a, a connection point in many lifetimes, if you wish that, of her uh, and for the two of you together. She does not regret her passing. So at this moment, that's what she wants you to know. It's not that she wouldn't perhaps have chosen, like anyone would, to stay with you. But as a soul right now, she wants you to know she does not regret her passing. And then, yes, we would say she's going to come more and more in contact with you and let her let you know that more directly. But that's what she would like you to know right now. Thank you so much. Gail, we hope that you're feeling comfort and peace in that. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. We have time. There's a few more questions that I want to be sure that we get to and ask the angels. Before we do, though, I want to give Adria a moment to talk a little bit about the special offer of the Angel Gift Series. This is a beautiful way. Well, really, I think the the best part of this package is the personal session with you, and you've got an option for the digital downloads if people just want that. But this is a way for people to take uh, the opportunity to work with you as a medium and as a channel of the angels to really provide information in our lives and working with these new energies. So share with us what is in the Angel Gift series and what your personal session is about. Yeah, thank you. This has um, surprised me today that so many of the callers were touching on death here. So um, Mm -hmm. since that came up, I would say the personal session with me can be um, for medium connections if you want to speak with your loved ones and also can be for angel communications. So you've heard how both of those work on this call. If you have questions about really any area of your life or your soul's journey and want some, some deeper insight from the angels, that's what the angel channeling is for. So very specific to you. Um, and the medium is also an option. And I'm an animal communicator as well, both for those animals who are still with us and those who have passed on. So um, you can uh, choose, you know, for the session, even though it says angel communication in the package. Uh, since those came up today, I want to say that um, I do those things as well. And another piece of the package is um live group calls. So that would be, again, a little bit similar to this call where uh, once a month, as the energies are changing so much, particularly in the last three months, I'd say it's always really brand new information the angels are coming through with. So this is a live call. It's about an hour, hour and a half. And the angels will share what's new with the energies on the planet. And um, then people have, uh, there's time for questions. So we usually go pretty deeply into one topic and I never know in advance what that is. Last month was the void, so it was about an hour of what felt like a very deep uh, meditative experience in the void. And sometimes it's it's a lot of um, information, like a lot of talking about what's going on with the new era and how you can take advantage of it. So the, the packet, both packages include um, three of these 
calls. So this one February, March, and April. And both packages also have this um, angel gift series. And one of them is called The Brilliant Present, and that's a bundle of um, messages from Ariel and Raphael. Some of them are video, some of them are audio, and some of them are written transcripts about this huge sea change that's been going on in the last few years. So if you want to get caught up on what the heck is happening uh, with all of these changes, that's The Brilliant Present. And then uh, the other angel gift bundle, What Are Angels, is... Again, Ariel and Raphael through video, audio, and transcript talking about what angels are, you know, beyond maybe some uh, simplistic concept of angels. What are they really as beings and how can they help us? How can we call on them individually? And because certainly the angels will tell you and I will tell you, you don't need me to connect with your angels, but uh, there's some practical advice there about well, how do you get in touch with your own angels? How do you learn to hear their voice in your life. Yes, beautiful. And really work with them to receive the additional guidance and just have that comfort of inner knowingness as well. Beautiful. So those are available in the special offer that we have for Adria. The link is here on this webpage. And you'll get an immediate email and you can start accessing all of those beautiful things, the three live calls as well, and a 60-minute personal session with Adria and the angels. Check out the two options that are there. And as always, there's two payments to make this um, an easy way for people to bring this into their life in a way that fits. Thank you for that, Adria. That special offer is very helpful in these times. So thank you. We have time for a few more questions. I'm going to go to Ken on the web call. Hello, Ken. You are unmuted. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Welcome. Thanks. I um, I work in and. <clears throat> Um, I'm just feeling called to do something really, really big, um, given the needs of the globe and then the vast changes in the world um, that could happen. And um, feeling a little bit like David and Goliath. Um, I do have some experiences working with philanthropy. I know a lot about social change, but I it's like the call is. Ken, let me interrupt you here. I'm sorry for that. Your microphone, I don't know if it's close to you, but if you could speak a little bit closer to it. For some reason, the sound drops out a little. All right, Ken, now we, oh, there you go. We hear you a little bit. Give us a sound check again, please. I work in Flint, and I'm being called to do something really bad, given mm-hmm. global problems and the accumulation of wealth by billionaires, to do something about it. And so I have kind of a, a vision board, a story board around that, um, but I um, don't quite have the courage to heed the call. And I'm wondering, when your vision is 
is really big and life is short. Um, any advice for, um, for garnering the courage to keto? Yeah, thank you. What a beautiful question. Thank you. This is Ariel, Angel Ariel. Yes, so if you have a vision that's bigger than just yourself, so either it's for a a large portion of humanity or it's going to require at least two or three or 400 of you to um, bring that about, well, what do you do then in the new energies? Well, then one of your wishes could be, I want others who want the same thing. I want to find others who want the same thing to join with me in this. Because for this project, we would say, yes, if you just try to start off all on your own, it's a little too daunting right now. And yet the energy is so strong, right? But wouldn't it feel beautiful if you had two, three, 12 other people in a group and you didn't know yet what shape it was going to take, but you could share this vision? Then the concrete pieces will start to fall into place about the how. But we would say for you, start to call in some helpers in this, some some people who can celebrate this new vision with you of creating this change. And that'll be the, the shift where it doesn't feel um, so scary. <laughs> it's not meant to be an endeavor on your own because it's not just for you. Thank you. And thank you, Ken, for dreaming so big. Yes. That's a high-class problem, you know. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. All right. Yes. Um, it, it comes to a point where we share, we share our visions and begin dialogue and just move forward in that way in a very bold way. So thank you. All right. Yes, I see Ken's question here. Good. We can we hope that helped you. Okay. Here is a question. Can you speak about the anxiety or restlessness in my heart and in the world today? I believe that this is a big is bigger than me, but my heart is so full with flutters. Oh, boy, yes. (laughs) This is Adrian. If I had one word for 2020, I'm I'm an empath also. It's anxiety. Yeah, it's not just you. Let's see what the angels uh, can share about that. This is Ariel, Angel Ariel. Yes, it's not your problem in a sense to fix. That's the most important piece for you to hear about anxiety right now. Similarly, if there was, let's say, a year where there were so many thunderstorms that there were floods and it was creating problems, you know, it's real. But you're aware in those cases, oh, that's not my problem to fix. It might be that I I need a better umbrella, (laughs) I need some sandbags for my basement, or there might be some actions to take. But the thunderstorm itself is not your problem to fix, right? So this anxiety, it's not something in for you. It's not something in your mental chemistry. It's not something going on that you need to address in your physical or mental health. For you right now, it's, it is a collective experience. So the, the first step is just recognizing, oh, okay, 
Some days I do feel anxiety, but what I'm experiencing right now is larger than just that. So by definition, by its nature, it's not something I have to fix. So you'll find once you can come to that understanding, there's so much peace. Then you just enjoy the thunder shower, right? Wow, that's noisy and destructive. Uh, okay, but it's not, it's, I didn't create it. And it's not my problem to fix. It, so it, for right now, for anxiety, we would say for you, focus there. And just the understanding that it's not yours uh, to fix, you'll feel some great relief there. Thank you. All right. Well, here is another question. Do you see any others joining me on my musical collaboration? This is from Christine. She says, I've been seeking others for over a year, but can't seem to magnetize others who are resonating with this. And I feel some fear. Which feelings, like maybe experience from a past life, is blocking me? Any advice for Christine? Yes, this is Ariel, Angel Ariel. So the ingredient to take out here um, is time. So when you are co-creating in your mind or creating a space for others to come and collaborate with music, we'd say it's not time to let that dream go or that vision go in your heart space but you're putting a little bit too much, leaning a little bit too much on time pressure here that it needs to happen within a certain window. If instead you could say, wow, I've got some years to live here, might not know exactly how many, but this isn't uh, time critical. I have more than a year, right? (laughs) I might have decades still here. So I definitely want to keep this, amplify this as a wish for this life, this future life I have um, now still in this body. So musical collaboration, yes. So if it's not coming through right now, today, this week, we would say, and others can apply this as well to those dearly held wishes that you know are going to come through. It's just a matter of when. If you can take the pressure off of them a little bit in a time sense and move on just for a day or an hour to something else you also would love to have happen. Maybe right now it's something very simple like cooking a great meal. We don't mean that you have to choose a different career or a different top, top passion that you know you want. What about some of the little ones? So it, it's like if you were if you had a life partner and you were staring at them saying, when are you going to be ready to marry me? And, you know, two minutes later, are you ready now? When are you going to be ready to marry me? And it's not going to produce the results you want. (laughs) So if you can take out the time pressure piece and just still hold that, know that's coming for you. Absolutely, yes. We see that for you. So, okay, great. Well, what else? Is that going to be the only thing you do with all of the hours in the day? Or are there other things you can focus on a little bit in your wishing space? Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful messages from the angels Ariel and Raphael through channel Adria Windhorse Estrabu. Adria, thank you so much for this. We are coming towards the end of our show today. Again, I want to remind everyone that they can join you each month on your group calls. 
That special offer includes the purchase for those items and also the option to include a personal session with you. The personal sessions with the messages from the angels will absolutely help anyone who seeks it through their blockages on their path forward, um, through breaking out of old patterns, repeating the same energies, and really truly moving forward in a new way. So, Adria, thank you. As we wrap up our session today, I just want to give you a moment to close and offer any other messages that might come forth in this now moment. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I, I think what's coming up for me is I just want to thank everyone for their bravery. You know, it's um, this takes a lot of bravery to be willing to see a fresh perspective and to be willing to wish for something new or to be willing to wish for that thing that you didn't get 40 years ago to, to you know, pull the wrappers off that wish and, and put it up on the, on the altar again. And thank you. Thank you for bringing your energy because this is how it's going to be, all of us together co-creating this brilliant new now that we're just learning about. So thank you uh, for being here, being brave to show up for it. Oh, we are brave. And we will remember our bravery as we chose to incarnate in this lifetime at this particular (laughs) time because we did say we can do it. And so... Wow. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And and everyone, thank you for bringing your light and doing this work to look at your own ways of creating with this new energy. And again, when Adria can help you and assist you, she's a beautiful guide for this with the guidance of the angels that speak through her for you. And again, she is available to assist you on your path. Adria, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Ariel My pleasure. Thank and you. Raphael, thank you too. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Now it is time, everyone, to dance our way to the cosmic heart. This is where we hold that vision of new earth and dream big. So beautiful. Thank you, everyone. Namaste.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.